G'day one, g'day all. Welcome to the mailbag. We're going to have a look at Sydney once more this week. Pete Anthony's joined by Rob Scurry and special guest Mark Roden. Now, boys, we're obviously coming off a big weekend in racing, but a arguably a bigger weekend in sport. Mark, obviously, the, the Tiggy train did right by your supporters yesterday. Uh, they certainly did. Very, very impressive um, against the Lions, who uh, will give themselves a chance in the return match uh, up on their ground in a couple of weeks. So that will be well worth watching too. And Rob Scurry, your mob. What, which Hawthorne or Western Bulldogs? Well, I don't know. Who are you claiming these days? Oh, <laughs> uh, look, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm just claiming Clarko as the greatest of all time. And, um, you know, Haw Hawks will be back. We're a good, good team. And, you know, that was the only tip I got wrong. And I also backed Hawks to on my birthday, my 40th, and they got, they beat GWS. I backed GWS at the MCG <laughs> for quite a lot. So I'm like a total mercenary. But yeah, I'm, the, the Bulldogs, um, I've got a lovely ticket on Betfair back in then when they seemed no one wanted to talk about them. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the finals for sure. Yeah, I'll give them strength. Now, have we got any sleep? Were we up till all hours watching the cricket last night and then as a result have just been in tears since? Oh, I wasn't. I, I gave it a miss, thankfully. I had a... A pretty um, solid day at the uh, at the footy yesterday afternoon, so I was uh, had an early night, uh, and yeah, woke up in the, at about three a.m. and checked the phone. Thought, oh, the Aussies will have won this by now, and uh, got a very rude shock indeed. <laughs> oh, it was horrific. It was absolutely horrific. But what a what an innings by Stokes. Anyway, we'll leave all that behind because we've got much more exciting things to talk about, namely protests, photos, and everything else in between at Randwick. Uh, we're going to be going through races three, five, six, seven, eight, and maybe we'll have a quick look at race nine as well. So if we kick off in race three, the up-and-coming quality, we'll just get straight into it. The class benchmark, they went one length fast to the 600. The first two across the line have broken class benchmark, but that's not what we actually care about. We, we care about this protest. Your thoughts in a nutshell, Mark Roden, firstly. Um, yeah, it's, I actually just got up on my screen here just watching the last 400 of the stewards footage again and I I had a look at it on Saturday and I'm having another look at it now and I cannot for the life of me see how that got upheld. <laughs> there was minimal contact, it was very very late, I know there was no margin there but yeah that's that's a very very tough one for Superiors back as if they didn't get a protest payout on that. Rob you were on course, what was the mood like out at Randwick? Ah, oh, look! Everyone, everyone was like uh, shocked. Um, even the Sky Sky people, Lizzie and Duff. I think everyone's kind of back true detective, but everyone was a little bit sheepish about it. Of course, um, yeah, they weren't they weren't you know howling like Glastonbury in '94, but um, it was pretty. It was yeah, it was it was a joke. Um, you know, pat on the back for me. Um, I didn't put it in the numbers, but I did say I would run a hole in the Golden Rose this Superium. And, and I think the 11 up to 1300, the improvement to come in the horse. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I, look, um, I was on the wrong side of it because I, I did save on Superium. I didn't want to lose on the race um, with, with that horse. Um, but he's a serious, serious horse, true detective, um, complete top, paraded superbly. Um, I think I even sent it out on top. Um famous I got sucked into uh, it's the horse that sucked me in at its first start at Rose Hill one day really nice type of heron you know million dollar type type of looker um, but that you know maybe never again or certainly not in this class um, 
other than other than that, um, any other horses from that race you want to talk about, Mark? No, I'm not. I'm not I, I could see why you've. Well, apart from how he looked, um, famous was very impressive first up at Newcastle. I, th- I didn't back him. But I thought he could go better than that. Uh, he was pretty ordinary. Um, Luchacello, I suppose we can talk about. She's, I think, probably exposed herself now. She might have found her level, and she's got that. She has to be ridden stone cold, so she's always going to be getting back, which they're a bit of a heartbreak horse to uh, to back anyway. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say. I'd say definitely. You know, I think she'd probably look for a break now. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Wallace spells her. Yeah, she has been up a while. Yep. All right. Let's have a look at race five. Libertini was the winner. They went three point three lengths fast to the six hundred. Uh, all down to Tenley have broken the class benchmark here. Uh, Rob, how do you find him in the yard? Oh, outstanding forward. I think you might recall I, I said I'd back this horse for the Everest last week as I saw its trial and I saw it um, on, on the way out to the track last week. It is an impressive sprint type. Um, and, yeah, great focus, attitude. You know, the thought did cross my mind. You know, could I could I do fifty units um, on this? Uh, <laughs> but I let it I let it go. Um, the the only kind of a horse I've had a bit of luck with is Tenley, and she she looked like she'd grown to me in, into a nice three year old filly. Um, obviously, you know, look 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 half shorter run, but I expect the good fillies to look that way when they come back in this race. Um, I thought she was a bit disappointing. I'm not quite sure what to do with her. Um, Flit is. Um, a kind of a, a tall, kind of lightly framed horse, but she, she looks like she has grown a bit. Um, I'll be interested to see if she can put on condition throughout the prep or, or you know, what happens with her, but obviously a, a very good run. Um, what, are, what are they doing on the data here, Pete? Well, Libertini overall has recorded the best performance of the day uh, on the adjusted figures, 11.3 lengths better than benchmark. So uh, it's pretty handy overall uh mark for yourself <laughs> anything you're taking out of this event the silver shadow uh yeah she's a star in a word she um and definitely worth uh, trying to get never a slot for her i think she um obviously another another dimension again taking on the older horses but on ability she she will measure up um yeah i thought tenley was very disappointing that she started favorite in the golden slipper i think didn't she and she um i think her failures at the end of last preparation, people were prepared to put down to the heavy tracks, but she got a dry track on Saturday and she, she wasn't really running on through the line at all. Um, yeah, apart from that, yeah, Flit obviously has uh, got more to give, but uh, other than other than the winner, um, yeah, it's pretty thin apart from that, I think. Okay. Race six was the something race, uh, group three. Uh, Deprive and Trope, they fought out the finish and obviously there was a bit of controversy afterwards reviewing that photo. Obviously, it blew up all over social media. Uh, look, in terms of what they did on the data, 4.2 lengths slow to the 600. None of the horses have broken the class benchmark. But uh, look, between the two of you, Mark, we'll start with you. Depri- Deprive, Trope, any joy in race six? Uh, no, I was with Boa. I got... Uh... Yeah, a pretty good price in the morning. Him, he was very solid in the market. He looked to have a perfect run, and he's uh, he just didn't finish the race off. Um, I, I think he was. You can't really make an excuse for him, uh, and or say he would have won or anything. But I do think the way he was ridden was wrong for the horse. He's a he's a one pacer, essentially. Uh, he needs to get rolling and be put right into the race. You know, from at least the 400, I would say. And when Bossy was still, you know, perched up swinging off him at the 300. I thought, uh, he's going to get out kicked here, and that's exactly what happened. Um, 
deprived trope Bonham. I thought Bonham might um, be a little risk at 1,200, but he's gone within an inch of winning this at 1,200, so we can forget about that as a career on him. The, the uh, trope is always going to get back and run on, which will create some problems for him uh, throughout his career, but uh, plenty of ability, obviously. Deprived just keeps <clears throat> keeps improving and keeps keeps running good races, um, going through its grades, stepped up to Group Three class now, and of course the real uh, the real eye catcher was the, the import Cascadian, who be interested to uh, hear what Rob thought. I thought he was going to need more ground on his overseas form. Looks look, probably a miles his best. Uh, how's he appear on type, Rob? Uh, look, uh, here's one of these uh, good often imports that I was c quickly happy to discard. Uh, I just didn't think right. he looked ready. He was his coat was woolly. He looked a bit sweaty. Um, but yeah, he's athletic athletic horse, and um, you know, obviously a horse to follow out of the meeting. I'm I'm going to say, mm -hmm. if he improves, fourteen sixteen, get him his go. Do you think? Yeah, look, he doesn't look like a sprinter. Um, okay. So yeah, um, but you know, he, to me, he's, he's, he's like a, an athletic kind of, you know, he, he's no um, best of days or alluvious um, sort of classy kind of import. He, he just kind of looks like you know a Saturday horse at best. Um, speaking of not looking like Saturday horses, baller. Um, once again, I knew he was a bit. He looked a bit soft, um, but you know the way he walks around, he's such a dude, and he's got a, a magnificent physique as well. I uh, just just love him. Uh, so he went out on top. Um, Dothraki, um, you know, Baller kept him posted throughout the run. Um, we had a big go on Bonamy the week before. He, he looked like he'd, he'd held that condition and looked keen to race and, you know, something had to be left out of the four numbers. Uh, Deprive, we had in there, um, you know, r r really well off a of freshen. I think it was off like 70 days, um, I, I saw. And uh, Trope, similar to Baller, looked like he certainly had plenty of improvement. Really, really good horse Horse I found in the um, uh, classic legend. Yeah, you'd know the race well. The uh, or you'd know it as the Advantage race, Pete. <laughs> oh, exactly right. Uh, bring it back soon, sooner rather than later. All right, uh, we'll kick on to race seven, the Wink Stakes, as it's now known. It still doesn't quite sound right, but anyway, uh, look, they went zero point eight lengths fast to the six hundred. None of the horses are broken class benchmark, but in terms of the overall adjusted figures, Summer Doubt, second best performance of the day. Happy Clapper, third best. Invincible Gem, fourth best. Avilius, fifth best performance of the day. Rob, we'll start with you. What did you find? Uh, I found best of days on top. Uh, he just looked like I found him first up um, Avilius day when they both ran on the same day. Avilius won and best of days was unlucky. Um he just looked perfect uh, first up, and I just thought the 14, 1600 um, would suit him. He seemed to be suited at the distance. Um, then we had the winner. I'm glad to say, um, big plug here for betfair.com.au. I knew he'd be leading. I knew he'd maybe look the winner some way. So at 50, 60 to 1, I just kept backing it and with the view to laying off, you know, with, with the, the betfair, you can lay off in running and um, – you know, I, I gave a bit back with that, but I was I was, I was too happy to cheer him on. So, um, fantastic, fantastic performance by Bjorn. Um, the trial looked amazing. How did this horse start fifty to one, Mark Roden? Well, I I missed it just on. Um, you know, he, he'd never put in a performance that suggested he was going to be a Group One weight for age winner. Uh, previously, he was you know a, a sort of a benchmark class horse, really prior to this. Canberra Cup he did winner. Did really well and. Uh, when I did the I'd math say, for this race, he was so clearly going to be the only leader, and I, I, I just decided to pen him anyway on, on the class factor. But yeah, I, 
about halfway through the race, I thought this is this is going to be in the finish. This thing. Um, I, I was I um, went with Avilius. I thought he did get in very short late, but at the round three fifty odd in the morning, I thought, well, he is the best horse in the race. Fourteen hundred, maybe a bit short, but I'll at that price for the horse I consider to be the best in the race. I thought, well, it's worth a gamble. He, he started two sixty and uh, he wasn't really suited. He ran all right. I, I don't know. Maybe, Arguably could have done a bit more. He didn't get past, you know, horses like Invincible Gem, but he will be better at 1,600, of course, and beyond. Um, so, yeah, I did my money on the race. Uh, could easily see, in retrospect, how you'd be at least saving on the winner at, at the massive odds, but uh, I didn't uh, manage to do that on this occasion. Uh, yeah, well, you know, with, with the betfair.com.au ability to uh, bet in play, um, yeah, I, I, I was on it, and he looked he looked yeah. great from the yard. Hats off to Lizzie Geoff. She tipped it too. Um, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> she can, she can. She 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 she, she, she has a crack, and um, you know, she does have a good eye. Um, but you know, I've got my headphones on. I, I try not to listen to what what those guys are saying. Um, yeah. As um, I remember one year, a um, good horse of um, and called Hotel Grand of Anthony Cummings. Right. He had such a big day. Um, Richard Callender started spruiking it, and I was on at the start before against Dream Ballad at like six, seven dollars. And um, anyway, uh, I, I, I got talked off at one of my favourite horses just because, you know. Um, anyway, just just <laughs> something from 15 years back, which I'm still harbouring. Still not um, over it. <laughs> still not over it. I loved Hotel Grand. He was the Newcastle Springs Stakes winner. Um, turned out to be a half decent star, star off a low base, um, Kraken type. Um, we should probably move on to the mayor's race. Oh, indeed. Race eight, uh, the group three. They're, they've gone 0.1 length slow to the 600, and the winner has basically landed bang on the class benchmark, 0.0. Everything else obviously hasn't broken the class benchmark. All right, Mark, we'll start with yourself in race eight. Your thoughts? Uh, found the winner, thankfully. Needed two by this stage, but that got me out of trouble for the day, Mizzy. Uh, she's very well backed, perfect run, and um, won pretty convincingly. It, uh, I ended up saving on soothing each way, actually, so it, was, it turned into a pretty good result. Uh, I marked soothing around $7-ish, and it got to about double that late. And um, she was coming off campaigning in Melbourne last, last prep, and had a run down there this prep. But back in Sydney, she'd won her last three straight um, in Sydney. Back to Sydney, I thought she had a massive chance to improve. And then um, Rob gave us a good push uh, for her as well. And she, she was arguably a little bit unlucky too. She had a bit of a struggle to get, a, get off uh, Mizzy's back earlier in the straight. So she could have uh, even finished closer. But uh, a winning race for me, thankfully. Rob, yep. yourself? Well, well. Uh, look, this, this is a little bit, you know, I was probably still a bit giddy from the um, <laughs> Wink Stakes or the Warwick Stakes, but um, look, I, I, I found Soothing on top. Um, thought I thought she she might improve back to Sydney. She's maybe a Randwick kind of horse. Um, Cathon didn't fill me with the greatest of confidence. Um, my expression is a horse that I've been backing multiple times with the units, and um, again I found it in the yard, but I had to let it go. Um, just because it's just been so disappointing, and it's, of course it's 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 run to its looks and, and run a huge race. 
so yeah, that, but, but Missy can certainly improve. Uh, you know, I, I think I, I didn't knock her, but I just just thought you know she was you know small legs. I might have said you know a little bit of kidney sweat. They all parade really well. Another horse that paraded really well was Alessio, uh, kind of forward as you might expect for a Gay Waterhouse horse. Um, maybe its run was a little bit disappointing, but. You know, I think on the whole that these are Group Three mares at best. You know, they're 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 not that good. Uh, Rob, just can I ask what you thought of Kia Michi in the out? Oh yeah, look, yeah, yeah. I, I thought um, she was she she's always been like a tall, lightly framed horse. She still is from two to a three year old, but you know she she'd grown a bit taller, and you know I was I was expecting to dislike her more than I I um did. Um, but that may be to do with the fact that nothing here other than, you know, my expression and, you know, soothing and there's nothing really that took my eye in the yard. So I'm thinking this is, you know, a benchmark 80, 85, 90 mares. Yeah, she, she might be a wet tracker too, too, Maggie. We'll We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, she did, she did an amazing job backing up to win the slipper and, um, you know, maybe she, she, she's fucking burnt out. Um, I'm not sure. Wouldn't be the first um, that happens to. Yeah, mate. That's it's kind of a regular thing. Um, do you want to talk about the ninth? Yeah, uh, just just briefly. I um, I had a pretty good bet on Rohiran. Um, thought dry track fourteen hundred um, would really be his go. I, I, he he didn't beat much first up when he wanted about a dollar forty or something. But I don't think he's a wet tracker, so I was expecting him to take a step forward on the dry. Um, Fell out of the gates, so it was a bit slow away anyway, and virtually took no part. But he, he didn't really finish off that well either. At um, sweet deal, just so Nashville Miller just getting, you know, just limited to ordinary horses to go to their best time and time again. He's uh, yeah, just hit the ground running since he's uh, since he's returned here. Oh, totally. Yeah, one of the the riders to look out for. You know, you're you're usually going to get a good run with Nash, um, even when he's posted. You know, on uh, Dothraki, he still he still looked like he he had the horse going really well. Um, I was just going to say, at his best, um, and it looks like he's come back pretty close to his best. He's it's one of those jockeys like Beeman was years ago, who would just get horses would go to their peak for him, you know, and not other riders. Yeah, he has that ability. J Mac the same. Jamie, and, oh, yes. and, in a, and, and in a finish as well, like really yeah. get done in a, in a, in a, in a tight photo. Yep. Um, but yeah, look, I think I've had a colding on top here in the last, I've always thought he's, you know, he doesn't look like a 2000 meter plus horse to my eye. Um, but you know, he, he might be, um, but he, he came back perfect for Walla and, um, I think he's run pretty well here right here. And, um, you know, I, I didn't like it first up. I actually laid it at the price. It just didn't parade well. Um, there were slugs in the race it was up yeah. against, but, you know, I was happy to um, lay it just for a bit of fun at that kind of price. And um, he looked like he really improved. Um, mm -hmm. So I think I had him second in the numbers after Colding. And um, uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, sorry, Dealmaker, Dealmaker yeah. Colding. <laughs> <laughs> Are they the same colours? Nope. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, oh, sorry, Dealmaker's the uh, stars. Um, stars Colding's yeah, Colding's white and blue, yep. Yeah, white and blue. Waller horses, but yeah, they all, yeah they present like these. Well, you know, he's just got a thing. Waller, most of his horses present relaxed and and with improvement to come. And um, yeah, he was another one. Um, yeah, that, that, I think that's it. Where can we get your stuff, Mark? Uh, Championbets.com.au uh, or Winning Edge Investments. Either of those service uh, those companies sell my service. It's identical through through uh, both channels. 
But if you go to either of our sites, you can find out all about it. Very good. And we'll give puntingform.com.au a plug as well because they provided us with all of the data for today's pod. Just quickly in terms of the final sections, fastest 1,000 and 800 at Randwick goes to Fleet. The fastest 600 goes to Cascadian. The fastest 400 and 200 goes to Trope. And for those playing along at Mooney Valley, uh, the fastest 800, 600, 400, 200 went to Bonds away. And the best adjusted figure on the card went to Kentucky Breeze in the last. Rob Scurry, Mark Roden, it's been great as always. And I'm sure we'll speak to you both very soon as we get further into the spring. Thanks very much. Cheers, Mark. Cheers, Pete. All the best.